Hey everybody, you're listening to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I'm Chip Munkin. With me as always, the Mr. Gimpy. What up, Chip? What up, Chip? What up, bro? Dude. Just out here living. Right, right. Allergies got the are new, killing uh, me, dude. Straight the, killing me. But <laughs> That new movie, Nope's dropping. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It dropped uh, last week. Uh, okay. Yeah. My, buddy, want, was, <laughs> oh, my buddy was telling me like... Uh, he hopes like all the bad guys are just white people. Like that's like, uh, like they're like he's like by the uh, ads it looks like it might be aliens, but I'm hoping it's just white people. I hope that's what he does for all of his movies. Like the bad guy always ends up being white a white person. But I was like that's fu- that's hilarious. It's like it's throwback to the old black exploitation movies where it's like the man. Right. <laughs> there's a uh it it looks great i haven't i haven't seen it yet uh we couldn't find a sitter um that's probably the last summer movie i've been looking forward to so i got i got to see it the next couple days here okay. um i absolutely love in theaters? absolutely loved us yep up in theaters oh you're gonna go there you're gonna go to like a yeah. midnight showing not not with kids we'll probably go for like an early yeah, afternoon really- when the kids are being watched i'm gonna take like some time <laughs> off work dude middle like, of the day scary movie 100 100 percent. like a like an 11 a.m. Uh, Matinee like, showing. Exactly. Exactly. Get your senior citizenship discount. For sure, dude. For sure. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> uh, we have, have one of the, the Alamo movie theaters, um, literally three blocks away from my house. Uh, we've only been there once. My wife hates it. I absolutely love it. So oh. there, the t- have you ever been to an Alamo movie theater? No. Um, so their whole shtick is, uh, you're there, there the you're there to enjoy the movie, right? So they legitimately will kick you out if you're talking during the movie. Okay. Yeah. So there's like a notepad so you can like write notes to each other back and forth. And I was like, I can't fucking talk. I was like, well, you know, you could do, sh- you could, I, I mean, I mean, obviously it's within reason, you know? Yeah. Like if you're watching a comedy, you know, you can fucking laugh, of course, and, and shit like that. But uh and and we did it she's like she's like how how are they they wouldn't enforce it like this and we were uh we saw um it was a different horror movie it was like two halloweens ago where we went uh i want to say it was the halloween halloween movie like the the, the reboot yeah, yeah yeah not halloween kills but the one before the actual good one um we were watching that and someone was like don't go in that fucking room right to be to, to try and be funny and yeah. immediately an usher came over and said you can go on it you know so we'll might, you're might down go here there. might go there because of how close it is in proximity to us so we'll see we'll see i, I feel like that's it. part of the like cult movies too so it's part of the fun. Part of the thrill is having like random people talking. I remember we got shushed uh, in the pre, like the commercial time. You know, like when it's like they show like the, yeah. uh, like hey, blah blah blah, come and see. Like you know, there's snacks outside. All of us were like talking. There's like a group of us, like five, and like you know, we're being loud because it's commercials. Yeah, uh, and some guys like shh, quiet. And we're like, oh, come on, man. And it was like only us and like this old couple in front of us. So we all quieted down. Uh, but I did say like, I'd hate for something bad to happen to that nice sweater, old man. <laughs> like under my breath. Uh, uh, but yeah. yeah like I got violence against the elderly, dude. <laughs> I know, dude. Like it's, well, he's shushing us in a commercial, bro. I feel like right, right. there's an understood uh, etiquette in movies where it's like pre-movie, you can talk like that's free reign. Like you can, you know shoot the shit with your homies uh, as the kids say 
They do say that. The kids do say that. You can be acting super sus, you know. I got you. I got you. Doing Fortnite emotes, standing up. Right, right. There's a. Have you been to a movie theater where people are doing TikToks in like the front? No, oh it sounds God. about right. It's fucking annoying, but whatever. Should, whatever, should, man. Should people. be acting hella sus with the crew doing TikToks in the front row, dude. Before <laughs> the before the matinee, you know. True, true. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was the last time I went to a uh, like midnight premiere. What movie was it? It was. I'm sure it was a Marvel movie. I just can't remember. It wasn't Spider Man. I didn't see that. Like maybe it was Shang Chi. I think. I think that's what it was. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. Um. Yeah. So, dude, give me the give me the the stats, man, on on your game jam game. How how's that? Yeah. How's that going? Uh, the people want to know. Turn that all over to the professor now. He it's in his capable hands. Uh, I've been slowly, uh, quietly monitoring him like a snake in the grass. It looks like he's playing a lot of Valheim. Uh, a lot of Valorant. <laughs> the last night I did see him, he was in there, uh, booted up, working on it. So I think he's like super confident in his abilities. And he's like, I'll just turn this out over a weekend. This ain't going to be shit. Uh, I think he forgot how much work is actually in like making a game, like figuring things out. Does he, gonna... does he realize he's writing the entire story as well? Uh, I don't know. He'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> like, he, like I told him like the part I was going to do and he was like, story's not poor. I'm just going to get the game going. I was like, all right, man. I've like set out everything beautifully for him. I made a, like a world map. I attached everything together. All, all the scenes connect. You can go from point A to point B, like anywhere in the map. Okay. Uh, so that's all done. And the rest is all on him. The, the, the combat system and the, AI for walking around, like pathfinding, uh, getting into battles, uh, the winning, like the gym fights, uh, adding in the dialogue. You know, it's a lot. Uh, <laughs> it might be more than a weekend, uh, you know, dust up. But yeah, that part got turned over to him. And uh, from there, I've just been working in Trench Broom. I got that itch, the, the so Quake itch. One. No. <laughs> that, yeah, that itch.io.exe, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. dude. So I've just been booting that up and been map making. Uh, I think we might have touched on this where I made a bunch of the old Metal Gear VR mission maps. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so forward a uh, little little uh, tidbit here. Chip actually made a bunch of VR missions in VR. Uh, he, yeah. sent to, he sent it to me. I got the email this morning. We're gonna try it out after. Uh, yeah. I think I think once when the kids are uh, watching their their movie this afternoon, I'll, I'll I'm gonna be working on my own on, on my auto runner game, but I might sneak down here and play a couple of VR missions. Try it out. How, yeah, 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 yeah. How was it getting the Vive controls working? Was it just like a plug and drag and drop kind of? A I'm thing, hoping or? it just works, dude. Like you're gonna be the the guinea pig here. Like it might not work at all. Okay. Uh, they just use everything uses Open XR now, so it's just like an oh, XR. Okay. So it's like a one size fits all. I'm using the new unity input system so it should just be like generic inputs okay uh, i did hear from some documentation that like uh it might be mapped weird for you like onto like a trackpad for some things yeah that that's fine should be like the a stick instead but i don't know whatever it's uh yeah, I'll figure it out. that's somebody else's problem man i did my part uh yeah but yeah i mapped all those vr missions for metal gear Solid, and i was like what if i put this in vr like i have the technology I could just do that. So yeah, I poured everything over and I've been spending like four or five days trying to get to work. It was like such an easy concept. I was like, this will be fine. This will take me yeah. an afternoon. Uh, and it did take me an afternoon to get up and right. And I was like, but there's like no bad guys. Nothing really happens. Right. Right. You can move uh, around and that's it. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. be like a content tourist, which isn't bad. Like that'd be kind of fun just to like, you know, explore those spaces in 3d, like in VR. Uh, you know, it's just, yeah. it's completely different. Like the game's super easy, like in VR, dude. Uh, like you don't really think about like map layouts and stuff, how like you can like cheese the hell out of things. Like if you could just like, put your hand over like a staircase and just like shoot out like a bad guy. Uh, you basically kind of feel like John Wick. At least I do. Maybe it's because I played it so much. Yeah. Like I know where everything is. I know how everything reacts. Uh, my aim's pretty good in VR right now. So like I can shoot people from about like 30 feet away pretty easily, pretty accurately. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so like somebody will be like walking up like a staircase. And I'm just like, do, 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 done. And then like, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, I know another guy's coming around the corner. I'm like, you're done too. Nice. Uh, it's great. Nice. It's great. You did. You definitely feel like a, a you know a bit of a heroic hero. Uh, nice. Nice. Once you did get, you put, uh, did you put the VR mission music in it as well? No, no. Uh, okay. I put my own little spin on things. So okay, okay. I won't spoil it for you, but if okay. you get up and running, uh, yeah, 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 definitely. I'll try it this afternoon. Uh, it's definitely uh, will put a smile to your face. You're like, all right, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. But yeah, I got that up and running. I made. Some of my other maps I got working with like a nice third person controller for just regular map making, so like custom original works, like deathmatch works, yeah, yeah. Uh, against bots. They're all right, it's you know, it's nothing to write home about, but you gotta keep you know doing things to get better at them. So, yep, true, true. Did you uh figure out a way to port your maps to uh, uh, Quake 3 or Quake Live? Not yet, it should be, it should just be plug, drag, and drop, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think what I need is the actual game, and then I can add that directory into Trench Broom. Yeah. Uh, but I also have it all exported to Blender, and I think you can export from Blender too. Like you get like a plugin for that as well. It okay. can be like the middle manager if you want. Okay. Because uh, uh, yeah. you could put like Trench Broom itself has like uh, entity spawns, right? So you can like yeah. put in like the rocket launcher and all that fun. Okay. Yeah, you can add uh, weapons, I, everything, dude. It's a map okay. making tool. I feel like they really haven't done better than uh, this basic grid-based map make. It's like everything you need. Yeah. The grid paper, man, turns out. Right, right, right It's so right. fast, so efficient. Like, uh, I feel like I've basically been trying to find a replacement tool that's better than that this whole time for, like, years. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Because I tried, like, the Pro Builder, which comes with Unity. I've tried, like, uh, I think Pro grids or something that's like the unreal one i've tried like that i've tried like off the shelf solutions too like people sell like in the asset store they're like oh this will help you make levels like it's like ones like for snapping things to other things uh and okay. it's yeah they work yeah like memorize their hockeys and stuff they're not act that great uh because like things like hammer and trench broom what they do is they make you uh make they make it so you can't mess up type of thing. So like you can't create an invalid brush or an invalid edit. Like you can't have like a thing that's like convex or concave. So like everything's already optimized for the engine. Yeah. Like it, all those VR missions, I poured them over. They're running like at 240 FPS, dude, <laughs> which is <laughs> as it should be, right? Like it's simple geometry, like they're boxes. Uh, whereas yep. like if I tried to build that in Pro Builder, it would have like sliced up everything and messed it up. And it would have been like... Uh, repeating like all the textures so like it, you'd have to use like gpu instancing or something like it it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense that the in-engine tools are worse than something that's like 20 30 years old at this point yeah uh, it's yeah, like yeah. just like the, the the work's already been done just copy paste it dude like it's a grid it's grid paper i don't think you can copyright grid paper and most of these tools are open yeah. source now <laughs> 
Can you copyright grid paper? I feel I feel probably. like a certain layout. There's probably right? patents like, on it. Yeah, yeah right, right. Uh, uh, 11, I think there's like 2,000 patents on, on it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's like 2,000 patents on sliced bread. So. Yeah. So after working with uh, Trench Broom for, shit, it's been like three weeks now, I think. Yeah. I think. Uh, do you... Have you gone back and looked at like your your old projects? Like I remember the stealth game you're working on that you, um, that I, I believe you're just doing the mapping inside of Unity, right? Have you yep. gone back and tried to do shit there? Because it seems like you're having a lot easier time with Trench Room. You think that old? Because um, I know you're using it to gray box, but do you think like it will speed up your workflow for projects like that as well? Yeah, I started looking back at like or, my like, old. Cause I have like a little like moleskin notebook with like those maps drawn out on paper uh, for that stealth game. And I was like, I could just, I could just make these maps now. Like this is like, I spent so long, like doing like literally the map that, it, and it's like a basic geometry style map. Cause it's supposed to be like an office building that like you're exploring kind of like a resident evil style, like little puzzles, a little bit of stealth. Uh, I don't know bad guys at this point until you get down to like the, the lower layers. Uh, all that being said, like, it's so simple that, but like, like I said, I'm using like very primitive tools and like just lining things up pixel perfect was such a pain in the ass that it like deterred me from like finishing that project because I was like, I have to make a vent system in this and I don't fucking want to do that. Cause I have no yeah. way to cut a hole into a pre-existing like uh static mesh in the, in the engine. So I'd have to like pull all it out into blend. Like at first I'd have to like uh, take piece by piece, like this uh fucking, vent right because they only make it in like one by ones uh <laughs> so that i have to like put like 40 of those together to make it go across the map and like create like a middle room in that uh and then like somehow like cut hole like i'd have to export all of the entire map into like blender cut holes in the geometry where i need like everything make sure everything's lined up pixel perfect and then like export it all the way back which you know it's it's not that hard but it's just a, such a—it's just like another layer of obfuscation to keep you from achieving the goal. Where it just adds like another pain point that makes you want to quit. So I don't know. I was looking back at the original designs, like on paper, uh, on my notebook, and I was like, I could just do this now. Like I was like in my head, I was like, I could probably whip this thing out in like an hour because I've already built it once, like a general, like the general layout with worse tools. And yes. I was like, I could just throw shit together so fast now. Like it's, it's crazy. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I have been looking back at older older things now, uh, older projects. I'm like, I can finish this shit now. Like, I'm, yeah. I've been leveling up my skills, dude. Like, it's yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. How about uh, more more complex maps, like your uh, your RPG that you're working or your action uh, RPG where you're you know like you had the the river system and and everything else that was pretty much feature complete and you just needed one thing. Uh, do you think that uh, I, I don't think you have to go back and remake that map because that seems pretty much done. You just need the yeah. boss fight still, right? Yeah. And so, so have you found like because you've been working on in Unity a lot more? It seems like like uh, for the VR missions, you you pumped out a quick AI, or, or, or I'm guessing was it like a prefab thing where you just kind of set like yeah, it's like stuff or yeah, okay, okay. So, uh, so while using that, I learned why my old project probably broke because of that. Uh, okay. Okay. So, like, when you have, like, a behavior tree in Unity, you can't directly reference objects in your scene. You need, like, a pass-through. So, you, what they do is they create pre uh, parameters. So, okay. like, a parameter can be, like, an object, a variable, or a float, or an integer, or whatever. So, like, a number, or, you know, word, or uh, an actual game object. Uh, 
and then you take that parameter and you just drop it in like a generic empty parameter. And then when you go to the script on the outside, you can drag and drop things from your scene into those parameters. And so what I think would happen, uh, and it broke my entire project, so that was kind of one of the main reasons why I rage quit, because like like it catastrophically broke the project. Not like a little bit, like it would not load. The project would not load at all. And it still oh, to this day okay. doesn't really load. Like I have okay. to uh, like try and boot the whole thing up like four or five times, and every once in a while it just randomly will open up. <laughs> so, okay, uh, okay. What I think happened though is like I passed in a bunch of like world objects into a script that can access that script and create like a horrible error. But if you create like a pass through with a parameter, you just drag and add like to that parameter and then pass it through into like a behavior script. But what happened was I added a bunch of different waypoints throughout the entire map. And then I just referenced those directly into a behavior script and that just crashed everything. Uh, so okay. I does realized that, that memory, do you know, or, or uh, is it just I have like, no idea what it does okay. in the back end. Uh, okay. I'm a I'm an artist. I'm a lover, not right, a fighter, bro. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, it's a, some I think you know something's going on. Some uh, some fuckies going on in the back end. The, the flying monkeys didn't want to fly, dude. They didn't get their brom. <laughs> now they're acting f- crazy. For sure, for sure. Okay, so so it sounds like like just overall the past few months you've leveled up every aspect of your uh, of your game dev. Yeah, man. It's uh, awesome, man. It's awesome. Just slow and steady. Just, I don't know, like trying a bunch of different smaller projects, uh, things, you know, that I'm not really putting up anywhere or like doing anything yeah. with, but I like, they're basically like one scene style type of things to learn a specific thing where I'm like, all right, I'm going to just make a quick scene. Uh, in this, I'm going to spawn, you know, an AI and then I'm going to spawn a character. And I'm going to have them fight each other. Like easy. Nice. nice. Uh, you know, it's nothing, nothing sexy, but you know, <laughs> it needs to be done. For sure, for sure. All right, man. Let's uh, let's let's, let's switch gears here. Let's jump into yeah. it. Uh, some big, some big, big VR news. Um, Meta, uh, formerly Facebook, uh, announced that they're raising the price of the Oculus headset by a hundred dollars. Um, so yeah. instead of the two ninety nine, it'll be three ninety nine. And uh, uh, they they had an earnings call a while back that said. You knew this was going to happen. We we can't keep selling these things at a loss. I'm like, okay, you know, it just seems yeah. like, like, why raise the price to the Quest Two at? Was it been out? It's been out for three years, something like that. Yeah, three some, three years. I think that. Two, two, maybe like three the, years. The two. Yeah, for the Quest Two, and uh, like the next the next Quest or. To, Facebook VR headset is on the horizon. They've actually said that it's, you know, it's done. They released prototypes that, um, you know, that's pretty much ready to go. I think that's going to be like a higher end one though, too. Like it's more of like a, like on an HTC Vive level where it's going to be like a seven, $800 type of deal. Okay. Okay. It's going to be more of a prosumer uh, set. Yeah. Um, now that uh, it's raising the price by hundred dollars, they're bundling in a game. The famous, you know, to sell your to sell your hardware, you bundle in a good piece of software. Yeah. So the game they chose is Beat Saber. To one of their only good you know, games, they free. bought that up. Yeah. Facebook owns that. They're like, this game's good. It's our only. They not only bought it, but they also prevent developers from creating any other like rhythm type games on their platform. On their own. Yeah, so like if you submit like a rhythm type game to like the Oculus Store, they're like, "Nah, can't do it, son. Uh, we own <laughs> we own the market share on this shit." What? Uh, yeah. that, that can't be true, dude. Like, yeah, they want on there. Fit VR is on there. Yeah, but like if you try and make like a Beat Saber esque type clone, 
you know, like Attack of the Clone Wars as you do on app stores because it's a fairly simple type game to clone, right? Like you can, yeah, you and I could pump that thing out uh, in a afternoon. Right. Would the quality be there? No, uh, but you know, it, it prevents market saturation of inferior clones of your I'm own actually, product. I will say, I'm actually kind of okay with that. Yeah. Uh, curate, curation is needed in storefronts. Uh, but what about if it was better? What if it was like added a bunch of qual? Like what if it was like basically Beat Sabers three? Like it was like so much better. It's like a it skipped like two and it's just like so far mm-hmm. ahead of like uh, what what this thing's doing, you know? And they're just like, no, nah, I can't let you do that. <laughs> like, I think I think that uh, if you make it different enough, you could still you'll still go on the store. Um, like uh, uh, what's it? There's a game that's like Pistol Whip, but you know it does things differently but it's it's also an on rails like like rhythm shooter yeah. um that's still but out, this facebook know? owned pistol whip though you know what i'm saying no, no they <laughs> it don't. becomes yeah. a sticky wicket type of thing right no i, th- I, th- I think you're over exaggerating it though I, I think that this is that, just what I, i've heard in forms from uh sure uh shady developers who try and throw up their uh fucking deadware you know vaporware on the sure, store sure. but i'm, I'm okay like, with, oh. with that because like storefronts die and platforms die when they have nothing that you have when you have to sift through all the bullshit yeah. like uh before steam like kind of steam's still not the greatest at it but uh it's it got gotten worse. better with curation and stuff. I feel like Greenlight was the happy middle ground, but it yeah. started getting like named by bots and like groups of people too. I think uh, it's gotten better since. Uh, I think they just charge money now, right? It's like a flat fee. They're like, give us fifty yeah. bucks, we'll throw up any turret on here, dude. Right, <laughs> like, we don't give a f, it's, bro. It's also like curated through user as well. After you yeah. say what games you like and stuff, so I think at least for me. Uh, like they'll have the recommendations that are like games that I'm the like genres that I'm no way interested in, right? Like I'll have the farming simulator up there and shit like that, which which you know whatever. Like like they they have the ad space or something, and they're they're paying to put their games to the forefront. Fine, I'm okay with that because no shovelware developer is gonna go, hey, play my play my anime titty game, you know, for that that yeah. I spent 38 seconds making uh, using prefab assets and a prefab nice. engine and all this shit, right? Yeah, check out some like, anime titties, there. right? Like, link see, see, it would get... <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by anime titties. <laughs> it'll 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 curate for you, but you know, it's, I I don't get those, which which I'm I'm okay with. I think I think Steam has gotten much better. But there was that period of time where it was nothing but shovelware, ninety-nine cent games that were just flooding the market. Yeah. That made Steam not an attractive option to look at for stores. I remember one Steam sale, uh, like around that time, I didn't buy anything because there was a sh- so much shit. Yeah, dude. like for a while, it just felt like uh, ported, like bad ports of like mobile games, even oh, where like 100%. just like like flooded the market for a little bit. I watched one developer who went through like the Steam analytics and he was like, are there any like unknown gems in here that like, uh, you know, have like a user base rating of like of at least a couple like hundred users and like, or like mostly positive reviews. And uh, is there anything hid- hidden gems is what he was looking for. And like, he's like, really there wasn't too many. It's like, basically if you just go, go by user reviews and like sort by like what's popular, like the, Good stuff tends to rise to the top on Steam yeah. still. Like, yeah, uh, you know that's you know not to say that you know if your game didn't sell well or whatever. Like, it's any reflection on you or anything, but generally the there might not be a market for right. <laughs> like, there's like yeah. certain niches that like people just aren't really playing unless it's like one of the main big games, like your RTSs or turn-based strategies. 
uh, you know, visual novels, anime, animes, not video games, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. movies, not, not a video game type of thing, you know? True. Like think true. weird, even weird shit like contradiction, spot the liar, dude. Like people found that game and there's like a FMV style game, dude. That got helped by uh humble sale as well, though. Like, uh, yeah. it, it well, people were talking about it. Like a lot of yeah. reviewers and stuff I found out about from like a review. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. yeah still yeah. making FMVs. Dude? <laughs> All yeah, right. Yeah. I'll try this out. I bought the, it. The current crop of FMVs are actually, I've, I haven't run into a bad one yet. Yeah. <laughs> like the FMV the technology's games, finally there. They're great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always I, felt I, they should do it with uh, anime. How so? Like just an FMV anime where like you're an anime character. Like it would be like probably almost like a Shenmue-esque, like a lot of uh, quick time action events. Okay. Uh, okay. But like, you know, different things or like a, your Dragon's Lair type thing, right? Yeah. Re- yeah definitely. Remember Dragon's Lair, kids? <laughs> it's like a I cartoon do. Uh, do. that you played. Uh, give me one second, bro. I got... Uh... Got the kids one sec they're knocking on the door all right pause for one sec guys sorry yeah, about dude. that everybody go ahead <laughs> full motion comics dude dragon's lair that's the future it'd be it'd be an, an interesting uh thing to have like a instead of like a visual like a d- traditional static image visual novel to have it fully animated that'd be that'd be pretty intense on the animators part but yeah I could see if you think working, of like maybe. 30 minutes of animation costs about like six hundred thousand dollars so you figure if you made like a four hour game with like four branching paths, <laughs> like uh, you're looking at like, you know, maybe 20, 30 million, uh, right. which and that's not crazy, but like, it's a huge gamble. Like if you're like a triple A studio and be like, Oh, let's make a double A weird ass anime game <laughs> for weebs that they be like, all right, what do the sales figure look like for the weebs? Like, yeah, nobody's buying those games. I'd be like, yeah, all right, let's not do that then. Yeah. Uh, I'd be, well, as you know, I've been playing through Catherine, uh, I'm on the final night in the game, and it, it's need to talk about Catherine with you, dude, bro. What's going on? <laughs> you okay? You uh, sleeping? Are you seeing sheep in the in your dreams? Seeing sheep in my dreams. I, you know, this fucking monster got me, dude. Uh, I'm on the final for the final level, and I have to say that game did it right. You know, there's some animated sequences in it. Um, it goes through some animation, like traditional 2D animation to the in-game engine uh, story beats to like like cutscenes and the and the puzzle elements are very fun. Like like you ever you know a puzzle game is good when you're just sitting there like not doing anything, right? Like you're watching TV or something and you see like a wall or something and you're and you're thinking in the game terms, right? Like I've I've had that yep. happen with like with Tetris, right? You're like, okay, here's how like you're putting groceries in the car, you're like do 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 you know or like you have to help somebody move and you're like how can I optimize the back of this like truck exactly. as many pieces yeah exactly exactly so with uh catherine I, I was looking like at this building my wife was watching some like diy uh, home renovation show right and i'm like this is how you'd scale that wall I'm like you pull this block you climb up you know, i'm thinking about that I'm like holy yeah. shit what a great what a great game uh you know so i think that uh your idea for like a fmv like anime game isn't too far off but i think like to uh you know parlay that you like you you need like a a gaming hook to you know lessen the strain on the animators but also to increase your uh you know niche for more sales but i, I think, think we're getting there though with how motion capture is working uh like if you look at like how like they did guilty gear and like the new dragon ball i think the gap 
the bridge between it is being, I think even like the new Dragon Ball Z movies, like done with like a lot of 3D stuff that they make look 2D. Yep. So they're, they're starting to get there uh, where you can have it like be like good enough, almost like cell, cell shaded style. Yeah. Uh, where it's more just like, I don't know, it'd be like the early like God of War style game, you know, where it's like a lot of button mashing, a lot of like uh, button prompt nonsense. So I, I don't know, maybe video games have just kind of moved on beyond uh, a fun FMV anime game. Right. But, you know, right. I, I think the, the indie space price still give us something the, great. That's what I'm saying with the technology bridge, where it's like if the technology gets cheap enough, then like people will start innovating in that space it's not right. quite there yet like where it'll, you have to give up like either the look or the feel uh yeah but you know it's, we're that we'll be there five years we'll have an anime you have five years game. okay yeah okay. uh I, I think i think that uh yeah that's interesting if you look um, at what people are I doing to... like live streaming too like the yeah 2d the rise of the anime weeb uh, live streamers dude for sure for it's sure. a market for this do you do you? I don't mean to switch gears, but I, I definitely want to ask you this question because I had this this uh, uh, talk with my my brother in law. Shout out Sir Solace. Um, do you think three D is killing anime? Like the look and feel of it, or like, yeah. uh, man, I will say like uh, Overlord. I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, Heinz Al Ghul. Uh, the first season they had like some three D stuff in there, and it looked like jarring. And like season yeah. two, they just were like, fuck it, put it all as much 3D shit in here as what we can fit. Cause like yeah. they had like huge battle scenes and it looked fucking awful. Like it yeah. really uh, did a disservice to that whole series. I don't know, like Attack on Titan. Uh, it's, it's kind of like early CGI type, yeah. type of thing where yeah. it's like you don't notice it when it's done well, right? So like yeah. there's a lot of anime out there that use CGI perfectly and you don't even notice it. You're like, oh, that was a really good anime. And you're like, I don't know. They even did this stuff with like Disney as well when they switched over from like uh, to like Atlantis or whatever, where yeah. uh, there's a lot of like new particle effects and shit for like all the water, like all that shit's like rendered in 3D, but like it looks 2D. So, yeah. So, a lot of this traditional animation has always, like since the early 90s, has used like some 3D uh, effects inside of it. Uh, you know, rotoscoping has always been a thing. Right. Uh, so, uh, the, it's just different tools to achieve a certain effect. And if it's done well, like you don't notice, I guess that's kind yeah. of the cop out. I yeah. would say again, because the tools have become cheaper, more inexperienced users are like putting out like uh worse products. And like, you can't like backpedal, right? Like a lot of these things are on strict deadlines. Again, like you're spending like $400,000. If we can save a hundred thousand dollars by like switching over to like some sort of 3d yeah, suits right. of software. Yeah. Uh, that's huge, man. That's like a 25% savings. So let's do that. And then like you do it and then you're like halfway through, you're like, this is looking like shit. Yeah. What do we do? And it's like, it's too late now, bitch. Double down. I'll say, I'll say like uh, the Tekken anime coming out back to the gaming point. It, it uses, you know, it's like 3D laid over uh, with 2D over it, right? The characters mm. look like shit. Like everything yeah. looks really flat. Um I, I assume the anime will still be good, right? I assume the fight scenes will be fine and everything else, but it just looks Hopefully. bad. Um, yeah. uh, and, and, and that's where that stem from. The last anime I watched that had like a lot of 3D was the Netflix Godzilla, like the three OVAs they did. Um, 
it just looks like shit. Like, it, not only was it thing. bad, it was already a bad anime, but it also looked like shit. I felt that about, like, Castlevania, the anime that they did for Netflix, where, to me, it just looked bad. And I think, like, a really? lot of people love that show yeah, and no, have no problem with it. Yeah. Uh, but for, like, just, I don't know, there's just something that an- uncanny valley for me where I'm like, this is not, uh, like, I see the tricks. I see what you're doing yeah. behind the scenes. Uh, so it, it wasn't for me. You know, okay. I, I, the like, yeah. uh, season two Dracula Castle fight where they had Bloody Tears playing in a, an orchestral version, one of the best fight scenes in any anime I've ever seen. Dude, that that shit All was right. great. <laughs> um, hey guys, I, I, I can see your, your point of view, but uh, I think that I think that's going to be a tentpole for mainstream, actually, because I know people who like in my family who would never be caught dead watching a fucking cartoon that let alone an anime right yeah but for they loved and watched the entirety of the netflix series you know like yeah. I, i'm like i'm talking to people who just are really just the only thing they do for fun is probably watch reality tv and uh fucking sports right i feel like that's most people bro <laughs> like it's well you know like i'm talking about like the general public right who, who yeah. have no other like interest or anything but the castlevania show like bridged that gap so yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So I, I think that might be like a a, a tentpole uh, like release in the greater the greater communal term. So yeah, it's just uh, another medium for storytelling, and uh, yeah. I think because in the West here we've always looked at it more as for uh, something to, right. for children to watch. Uh, and, you know, a lot of that had to do with like uh, those two major conglomerates like bringing down like blocks of like Saturday morning cartoons. Yep. It wasn't until like Congress stepped in and they're like, this is ridiculous. You guys are clearly marketing bullshit to kids. You got to cut this shit you're out. You're just trying <laughs> to sell toys. Yeah, you're just trying to like, yeah. manipulate like a very manipulatable, manipulative, I don't know, whatever. Well on it. <laughs> whatever, like these soft-headed children, you're trying to mess with their minds, give them to buy your, your fucking shitty toys and cereal. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it wasn't until Congress like passed some laws to change things up. Uh, but as far as like in the East, like it's always just been another medium, like Ninja Scroll, fucking banger oh, yeah, after course. banger, Vampire Hunter D. <laughs> like, yep. Yep. It's just uh, a storytelling device, right? That's, yeah. that's all it is. Yeah. And like yeah. at a time before CGI, dude, this was like CGI, dude. Like yeah. if you could throw things in like, cause you couldn't fucking film Vampire Hunter D, dude, that would cost you like no. $200 million, no. $1,000. It would cost you $20 billion in the nineties to film like a movie like that, dude, all practical. Yeah. Good luck. Right, uh, right. Yeah, man. So yeah, it's it's really just like a cost saving measure for bigger, grander stories that we couldn't quite capture at the time with like CGI. And I don't think there's necessarily a reason to transition back to like into CGI with like that medium. Yeah. But it, like if it's in service of the story and it helps, like there's certain aesthetics it leans towards, like uh your like sci-fi stuff tends to look better. Like your Gundams, your, uh, you know, anything with like airships, spaceships, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, alien stuff, stuff that like we're not used to. But like if you try and fool us with some cities, dude, some cityscapes, some schools, right, bro, right. I'm like, come on, get that shit out of here, dude. Like we see, we've all used that same school desk uh, from Clip Studio, the generic <laughs> asset school desk number one, bro. You didn't even change it out at all. You didn't even right, paint over right. it, dude. It's interesting watching something or playing something where you recognize the uh, prefab asset. <laughs> yeah. 
it's like, a little jarring for me always it's like i know yeah. that person <laughs> there's one like very famous brick texture that's been overused in everything from quake to like i think it was like bullet storm used the same exact fucking brick texture like god damn it <laughs> you know that's how it goes uh, bro it's only I, when you like create it that you recognize it though like people are insane though like they'll recognize weird shit like in the the resident evil four those guys who remastered all the textures they went to like the actual locations that the original textures were like taken from like in like the european cities they're like <laughs> I, they're like i recognize that that's this building like, i'm like what the fuck like they're like that's this sculpture turned like 180 degrees from this door frame like on this bit like uh whatever basilica or whatever nonsense and they're like let's go there i got a camera boys let's roll like <laughs> Like, how did you recognize that shit, dude? They're like, this door frame texture is like this painting flips sideways. Right, right. We can go see this right now in this museum. Or they even recognize like the book, like things were taken from. There was like a lawsuit where like some lady was like, you guys took textures from this uh, reference book I made. It was never meant to be, you know, scanned in and used as textures. Uh, and they're like, oops, our bad. You know, like these wow. things happen. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, you know, yeah. She took those pictures. So it makes sense that she would recognize them. But like, man. True. True. Just random, random but people. You had to being... not only recognize it, but play the thing that it's in. So, yeah, you know, like I'm sure 90 percent of those people get away with it. Uh, there, there. No, we, we mentioned like the Facebook thing. Um, so the next, uh, sorry for going off the rails, guys. I just, I just really wanted Chip's opinion on the anime front here. Anime. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm okay the... with it. I'm okay yeah. with CGI. I don't think it's ruining anime. I think. It's... I think that I think that bad CGI um, hurts it more than good CGI helps it. Yeah. I, I, um, so you got to take risk, type of thing, yeah. and like a lot of the conditions are not sustainable for animation. Like the, a lot of these are horrible right now. A lot of these people are underpaid. A lot of them. It's like a lot of uh, worker exploitation. Yeah. Uh, so anything that helps alleviate like that shit, uh, I'm all for. Uh, and it's going to look bad until it looks good. And then like, you won't even notice it. So right, right. it's like a growing pain. Uh, it's just like early CGI in movies where everyone's like, Ooh, this, look, this age fucking terribly. <laughs> like, yeah. It looks bad. It looked bad at the time too, kids. We knew <laughs> we weren't <laughs> like, Oh man, this is so believable. We're like, Ooh, this is, right. this is something they're trying something. Ooh. <laughs> I, will say, um, I recently as and by recently, I mean, two nights ago, rewatched starship troopers, uh the arachnids look fucking great to this day the giant beetles not so much right but uh like overall pretty good because they they mixed like cg with practical effects as well um cartoon series yeah yeah yeah. roughnecks oh yeah yeah Um, shout out to roughnecks <laughs> um, uh, yeah, one of, like one of favorite, one of my favorite movies growing up for sure. Uh, but we were my wife and I were watching it. Just it was on Netflix. So I was like, "Hey, I haven't watched this in a while." She's like, "You just bought this on on Blu-ray." I was like, "Yeah, I know, but I haven't actually watched it in a while." So, <laughs> so shout out to Beast Wars. <laughs> Hell yeah! No, that's actually big. There's a new one coming out. A new Beast Wars. Sounds uh, about right. On Netflix, yeah, this early CGI looked like fucking shit, dude. We yeah. knew at the time, but it was like, you know, I'm a little kid, so I'm like, this is fine. Yeah, I think the for Beast Wars story went out over visuals, though. Like, yeah. The story was really good. Uh, but, uh, yeah, where, where was I going? Oh, yeah, so, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the Pico game. Neo is, uh, Pico products is coming are coming to the U.S. Um, they're going, they're, they're here to combat with Facebook in the standalone headset market. Uh, their rumors to be about uh, 600 to 700 bucks on launch so facebook's new premium headset the pico 
and uh, Valve Valve has been you know they're leaking this shit on purpose but there's been more oh, yeah. and more VR headset leaks from Valve um, looking at a standalone headset most likely in the like $600 range as well so they're all going to be around the same price point competing with each other and uh, you know the just like you know Yoda said with the Clone Wars you know the, the you know standalone headset wars have begun you know it's, yeah. it's happening um, it definitely seems like we've hit that uh, technology leap where the external cameras uh, are starting to work. The LIDARs become more affordable when they start throwing it in like cell phones now, like the th- yeah. three camera systems. So it makes sense that we're getting more competitors like in that space. Uh, I don't, it, it definitely feels like Facebook and Steam have like a lot of runway already laid out because they were yeah. so early. But I mean, it, at the end of the day, games are king in this yeah. space. And like, I, I, I'm still looking forward to see what PlayStation VR has in store because I felt the same when I hooked up streaming from my Xbox Series S to my Oculus. I was like, this is fucking insane. Like playing Forza, like just yeah. wrapped around my face, playing like, uh, you know, Halo Infinite. I was like, this is like, there's like a moment where like I reached out my hand to like flip the bird to like a, yeah. a, a orange hologram. And then like the hand tracking recognized and it was like a blue hologram. And I was like, holy shit, dude, I'm in the game. I'm, uh, this is nuts. So like, and it wasn't even like full true, like a 3d experience. So like if I, even if Microsoft came by and like modded like their Xbox to work with other hardware, you know, if they're like, Hey, you can, you know, hook up your PlayStation VR or like your HTC Vive or your Oculus to, an Xbox, I think that would be a winning formula for them if they wanted yeah. to get in this space. I don't think them trying to make hardware at this point's good, a good idea. Uh, you know, but yeah, man, I think Valve, if they can hook up their standalone headset to the Steam Deck, I think that'd be great. I assume I don't know that's if, the I assume that's the play. If it has yeah, if it has the power to do that, but that would be the play like a standalone headset that you could stream off of uh the steam deck and you would it'd be even lighter because you wouldn't have any of the components. It would just be, you know, basically a screen and, uh, some proprietary streaming, like, uh, was it like Wi-Fi six or whatever? Yep. Yep. The new stuff Get yep. that new broadband shit in there, bro. Hit, hit it with all the G's. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I think PlayStation VR is also going to be wired. I think that's going to work a bit against them, but if they got the games, man, that's it, man. Like, yeah. Just yeah. sign sign me up, dude. Yeah, yeah, be interesting. Be you looking interesting. forward to PlayStation VR at all? You gonna get that? There has to be a killer app for it. Um, I feel no need to get another VR headset with when I have my uh, my my Vive is working great. Um, you know, since I replaced the lenses, it feels next gen. Uh, you know, it's PC VR, so it's good. my my graphics card's powering it. I, I don't feel a need to get another headset. Um, yeah. It's not a great offering of Steam games. There's like 10 really good games, and that's that seems to be it, like in the space. Uh, that's all right. That's what I tell people, too. Like, if they're like, oh, do you recommend VR? I'm like, it's about three months worth of, like, really good experiences, and that's it right now. So if you're okay with dropping, you know, $300 for four months of really good entertainment, sure. But after that, man, the, the well dries up, man. It's some shallow waters right now. 
I don't know. It's I guess if they, if you want to play a new game every every couple of couple of weeks, right? But I think I think the majority like those ten games all have replay replay value. Yeah, though. you know. I'd say the um, market has conditioned people though to look for like the next thing and everything. Yeah. Else. yeah, yeah. What's the I, next thing? What's the DLC? What's the <laughs> the season yeah, pass? Does it yeah. come is with there, the season? Is there a uh, VR game that you're playing right now? That's the one I'm making, bro. Just the uh, Metal Gear making? Solid okay. VR missions. Okay, okay. Can I've I, been can playing I, the shit can I throw out. Recom- recommend at you. All right, what's up? Asgard's Wrath. Asgard's uh, Wrath. Yeah, it's thirty bucks on the Oculus Store. Um, I just started it the other day. Um, Is it standalone? On PC, it's on PC VR as well. Um, I'm not sure if it's standalone for you. Just going to be streaming it, but um, absolutely incredible. Like, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm sure the game got hype on its own. And sorry, everybody, I hit my mic. Um, I, Pimp slapped it. <laughs> um, but. Calm Absolutely down, incredible. bro. Um, start talking about Asgard Wrath. You start throwing the wrath around. Dude. Yeah, get like, imagine like a like a God of War style game in in VR. Um, the graphics are, especially for like what Quest usually pumps out, are second to none. Uh, nice. And it seems like a really like a decently long ten like ten to twenty hour story. So I. Throw that stuff. We're gonna throw that at you if you if you got some time and you want another VR experience. And I think that you have your VR legs now, so you can play like these more intensive games. Because I I I'd say outside of Half Life, Alex, uh, which has great like movement options to lessen uh, motion sickness and things, but uh, outside of Half Life, Alex, have you done any of the other games that are longer experiences? Uh, not really. No. Like it was like Half Life, Alex. I played like the contract or whatever, like the, you know, the the gunman, sto- yeah, the gunman, yeah. yeah, yep, or work, uh, the workshop I content. Keep, I wanted to keep calling it work story for some reason. The whatever <laughs> the workshop, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah the mods were there. Yeah, I've yep. tried some of those. Uh, yeah, mostly that. Okay. Uh, did you ever try uh, Hubris? Hubris. Yeah. No, no. It's like the that... new hotness. It's like a demo. It's like, look at the graphics. It's amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it. I haven't. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'll play it when it comes out. Right, yeah, it's it's, it's hard for me to play VR demos just because, like, a lot of times, like especially still now, it's new enough where a lot of VR that people are getting hype about, it's like it's like gimmick based. You know, it's like yeah. oh, you know, like we we moved from Waggle now that they're doing like like uh like kinetic movement and things like that 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 feels a lot more natural um if i'm playing a demo to an already short game it seems like it like it's counterintuitive yeah um, uh, so i i tend to avoid vr demos but uh there's been some longer form shit uh into the radius as well was another one it's basically like you know like a stalker style game in vr um okay. that, this is like a longer form thing with you know, you got to have your legs underneath you. So I think that now that VR has been out for, what, five years now, six years, something like that, um, like yeah, mainstream. Like, yeah, um, like a consumer level. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the general public are now, it's not as new where, you know, you don't have to worry about people just vomiting uncontrollably from trying your product. And I think yeah. developers are realizing that. So if you look in the next... Like twenty, the 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 holiday season this year and and next year coming up, there are so many VR titles that are just throw movement caution to the wind, and you're getting full games now. So I think we're finally on that. We we're past that initial growing phase of a new they, medium. There've also been like several bangers. bigger conferences now uh, with yes. 
uh, major developers where like we now have a standard like the XR platform. Yep. Uh, everybody's kind of come together and like agreed on like just when you like open up like anything across the board now, like whatever engine you're using, there's like an XR prefab you can just drag and drop in. And it's like, this is going to make sure people aren't vomiting. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, you can tweak it and make people vomit still, but we don't recommend that type of thing. But right, yeah, there's, right. there's like at least now a pretty good standard application for character movement and like you can tweak it and mess with it a bit. So, uh, and like everyone's, been on board with that which is kind of crazy like everyone's like yeah all right we definitely need to set us it's it's crazy to see like a bunch of like you know mega corporations all coming together and be like how can we tackle this one problem uh yeah yeah and get it get after it yeah i mean same thing happened with like fps is like everyone agreed on a field of view for the most part for fps games because uh, if you remember early days like Wolf- wolfenstein doom uh, Hex and Heretic, Duke Nukem, all the Rise of the Triad, all of these games that used like essentially the Doom Engine tried to ape it. The games that uh, got people motion sick was because of speed and field of view. So when he when he crunched the field of view a little closer, uh, you know you you weren't prone more prone to motion sickness. So so you know like it's it's the same problem, different year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that's that's all it is, man. You still playing any uh, Valheim in VR? <clears throat> yes yes uh, i'm glad you mentioned that because i do want to touch on that uh i'll most likely do a like third stream this week uh so as, as i've said in the previous pod my wife's favorite game right now or just in general is valheim uh it doesn't really gel with me because I, I specifically don't like those survival kind of games like the is that the move should facebook buy up valheim no they're not gonna no no and the why valheim not man? won't do it how do you it's, know it's, man it, yeah. they'd have to so the game itself is finally at a point where it's optimized enough on PC to actually run well on most devices. Uh, yeah. They're not. They're, I the devs aren't big enough or anything to. That's why they're perfect for an acquisition, my dude. But also, the, the, keep in mind, like the the game itself, the the mod, it's a mod. It's not yeah. truly VR, and the devs are having a hard enough time just getting their roadmap done. I doubt that they would even entertain the idea of going VR. That's why you have the VR team, bro. Like, there's been port teams since the beginning of video games. Like, teams that'll just come in and port a game over. If they already have the mod working, dude, it's just like a simple task, barely an inconvenience. (laughs) No, no, that that won't happen. And and, and, no, I I wouldn't say never, bro. I think we're next Christmas. I'll say never. I'll say never. (laughs) I'll put I'll put it out here right now. Never, never will happen. There will be there will be VR games inspired by it. You know, there will be clones like Minecraft esque. Exactly, but. Much like Valheim has its own niche because you have like boss fights, the Norse setting, things like that, are are interesting. Uh, it's it's hard to compete with Minecraft, you know, because Minecraft yeah. does that genre so well to the point where, like, they call them like like you know sandbox sandbox survival games, but uh, you know, or you know, just like Doom when they're Doom likes. Looks, it's Minecraft. You know, it's Minecraft. It's weird because they're primed for those uh, group experiences with like how they built the Oculus from the ground up with like the metaverse in mind. Like it has like the camera, has like the voice, like it has like a you know registering like the the avatar, and like all they can do is make like a shitty like VR chat clone. (laughs) It was like their big like like that's their big uh, you know tadpole. They're like, oh, we're gonna make like a shitty vr chat clone that doesn't quite work right and then people are like upset because like there's no quick tools to like mute people and like you know people are terrible in vr but like 
if I could get your friends list working and you could make like, uh, you know, your survival S type games where you could join in with a group of like 20, 30 people in like a Valheim type server or, or like a Rust type server and like just be like having like a casual experience or like a more survival base, like with monsters or zombies, like why not? You know, it, it seems like the platform is primed for that, uh, but they don't have anything. It's a game like that on PC VR that I'll link you. Okay. Zombie survival kind of thing. Uh, the, uh, where you have to. We're going to play together? Your... Yeah, we can, we can play no, together. I mean, you're already in Valheim, bro. It sounds like you committed. The <laughs> professor was showing me like his world, dude. He has like, he built Helms Deep. Yeah. 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 Did he show you on the, on the server we're all playing? Like, no, uh, this is his own private. Oh, this was a, okay. That's what I was like. Uh, is this with everybody else? It's like, nah, I built this all on my own in my fair, spare time. I was like, holy the thing was I, massive. I love how he dude. built that, but he hasn't worked on the game. You guys are making. <laughs> Yeah, dude, he's working on a world, dude. Like, it's an immediate one-to-one success, dude. Like, it's the beauty of video games. It's the why people always complain. Oh, that's you're wasting your time. It's sucking your life force away. It's like, no, that's it's cool. fun. That's dude. cool. He made Helms Deep, though. That's pretty dope. Yeah, dude, it's massive. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you check it out in VR? Uh, no, he just showed me like on you know Discord, okay. and then you I was like. What you, do you own Valheim? Yeah, dude, I've been at, I've been you on Valheim. Try out the VR, VR I, dude, it's pretty easy. Everybody quit on me. All the all the lads. Yeah, we had like a team, and we played for like three weeks, and everyone we got to the end of what was available at the time okay. for content because there was not much. It was like real early still. Yeah. So like we yeah. got to like the part where it's like uh, I think like the snow or whatever was like the okay. last. Yeah, part it's moved like, way beyond that now. Yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. the wolves weren't even in. We we're trying to find wolves because we heard like from a sixth grader that there was wolves in the game, but yeah. they weren't even in the game yet. They're now <laughs> and you so, can tame them and have a yeah. pack of wolves like roll with you. So yeah. yeah, I'm trying to do that in VR. Yeah, man, you yeah. riding the wolf, dude. Yeah, that's the plan. Ride with the wolf. I guess you can ride horses and shit. Like you just mounts now. Okay. Pretty crazy. It's a whole video game now. Exactly. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I'm glad we touched on the VR thing. I, I think that's kind of the main main point of today. Just is to... VR dead? No. No. With a hundred dollars more, dude. No. We we call that on this podcast. So we're talking about that. We we're like, here's hey, the big we... thing. You know what's going to happen, right? It's it's a it's a they raise the price by a hundred dollars. Christmas comes around, they, they lower, lower it by hundred dollars on sale. Mm. You get the same exact profit. That's all it is, dude. Boom. Yep. It's, yep. 4d chess move dude yeah exactly. i mean you get people like me who are waiting for a sale right because i was like oh it was like 70 dollars off last christmas and i was like it'll drop again and i was like uh, three months later i was like you know what i'm gonna get this before they raise the price on this because exactly <laughs> <what> happened, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i was like yeah this is like already a pretty good offering at like 2.99 like uh, i can only see it going up from here yeah yeah definitely yeah all right, bro. Well, I I am excited for your RPG Maker Game Jam. Uh, I look forward to playing the game. I lo- I look forward yeah. to seeing the judging. You it's know, all up I, to it's professor now. Is uh, what's the prize? Is there any, or is it just like four thousand dollars? Is it really? Yeah, four dude. Grand? Oh shit! Yeah, that's first prize, and then it's nice. like three thousand for so second. Let me ask you, me ask you this: You guys splitting it in half? I assume. Probably, yeah. Who's taking the cat tax cut? Who's taking the tax hit? It's going to be the probably me. I <laughs> make less money. Got it. Got it. I found a lot. I found a little loophole. It's called putting your pre-tax dollars away in, <laughs> in, in a nice uh, government, you know, controlled uh, savings yeah. program. Yeah. When uh, when Sir, Sir Solace and I won one uh, game jam years ago, 
you know, I was like, oh, cool, we get the prize money, a laptop, a fucking, you know, yeah. the, the bunch of other shit. Uh, when, we, when we won that, and they're all like, oh, and here's a tax form to fill out. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, I, didn't even, like, <laughs> I was young and naive enough to go, oh. Yeah, so, and taxes. that was at a point where, where I, like, with my day job and then the game dev stuff, it was like right on the cusp of me going to the next, like, uh, tier of like mm-hmm. yearly income but right but below enough where i got just fucked <laughs> damn <laughs> you know so you know much better now but i was just you know if if it happens it happens uh is it just grand prize or is there like a top three or yeah it's like three different prizes like four then three then two then one and then everything that they made from the humble bundle sales also is gonna build up into that pool as well so it might be more wow yeah wow. so they're doing some real cash prizes they used to have like horrible like uh, terms of service on it too, where it's like we owned whatever game, blah blah blah. Yeah. They yeah. got rid of all that shit now, <laughs> so okay. Okay. much yeah, much better. Cool. They're definitely trying to uh, garner more goodwill in the community from cool. all the horrible missteps they've taken over the years. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. From what I've been reading about and stuff, it seems like the uh, the RPG maker community is kind of toxic. But it feels like that's mm. any fandom. That's like any fandom. Loud, yeah, yeah, yeah loud outspoken toxic. people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd say I'd say outside of like the Stardew Valley fans who all seem very wholesome, <laughs> <laughs> they're all like, like hey, everyone's have no problems asshole. yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, man. Well, you know, you know, hope you know, fingers crossed for you guys. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it more next week. Yeah, uh, see if it can finish, you know, for sure, for sure. Ninety percent of the battle, man. The last ten percent takes as much as last ninety. Yep, yep, definitely. All right, yeah. man. So for the Combo Wobble Podcast, I'm Mister Gimpy. Share, subscribe, Chipmunk. Take care, care, everybody. (laughs) We'll see you next week. We out of here. Mr. Chipmunk.